You're listening to Joy Coaching America with the Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant, spreading upbeat, uplifting, informative messages of hope and happiness from sea to shining sea from our home in the beautiful Rocky Mountains. Welcome to Joy Coaching America. This is Karen Lynn Grant, and today I have the honor and the privilege of interviewing Crystal Albrecht, who is the Director of Women's Services at the Mountain Point Medical Center in Lehigh, Utah. And this will be going out all over the world, but we're so excited for those people who, those women who are in the vicinity, who will be able to take advantage of the services that Mountain Point is offering to women, maternity, and otherwise. So Crystal We just are so excited to have you here today to interview you and to find out all about your passion and what made you desire to to become a nurse. How far back does that go? It actually, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, My earliest recollection is when I was just a young girl, I wanted to be a doctor and Then when my grandpa was sick, I noticed that the doctors would come in and out and be gone the rest of the day, but the nurses were there by his side, helping him to get feeling better. And um, so that actually changed my mind. And I decided to go into nursing instead. And throughout my whole like middle school, high school, I, all the classes that I took, everything was geared towards me becoming a nurse. And I was actually a registered nurse by the time I was 19. Wow. That is amazing. That is amazing. And it's so true that we do see more of our nurses when we're at the hospital labor delivery. Um, I think I had a nurse that delivered my baby. (laughs) It's like, Oh, okay. So I'm just so excited for what you're creating there. And how long have you been the director at mountain point? I've only been the director since August. So about nine months. Um, I was the unit coordinator or the, the assistant to the director for two and a half years before that. So the, say that one more time, the assistant director coordinator. I was the, it was actually called the coordinator, which is the okay. assistant to the director. Okay. And I was in that position for about two and a half years prior to becoming the director. So you have been a nurse for several years now and you have watched things change. Have you always been at Mountain Point? Medical center. No, the rest of my career, the majority of the time, I did work for just a very brief moment at the University of Utah when I first became a nurse. And then, and I also did like a float pool type thing where I would go around to different places that needed me. But then the majority of my career was at Mountain West Medical Center in Twila, Utah. And then the rest of my time, so the last seven years have been in Lehigh at Mountain Point. So as the director of the Women's Center, what changes or what added, you know, added beautiful benefits are you looking to implement over there? And how do you feel that the culture is accepting your really wonderful ideas? (laughs) So my overall goal for labor delivery is to make it be an experience that the patient wants and 
that they're comfortable with, that they don't feel like they're coming to the sterile, unfeeling, uncomfortable hospital. I want it to feel like they're at home and that they're comfortable and that they're safe, but they also have the safety of a hospital right there with them to help them through their experience. And how old is Mountain Point Medical Center in Lehigh? It's seven years old. Seven years. And mm-hmm. as I have been um, meeting some people there, I've met mothers that are saying, I, I had a baby somewhere else. And then I've had a baby here and I love the feel of this hospital. I love the, the quietness. A lot of them compliment mm-hmm. how quiet and how wonderful the nurses staff are and how personable and available they are. And I think that that's just, that's so wonderful at such a important time in your life. Yes. Yeah. That, that makes me happy that you're hearing that from our patients. I hear the same thing. I round on most of the patients that are there just so I can see what their experience has been like. And one of the things that our patients really like is that after they deliver their baby, they don't have to move to another room. So when they come in, they can just get settled and get comfortable and stay in the same room. And they're nice, big, beautiful rooms, as you've seen. <laughs> oh, they are. They're so nice and so comfortable and so wonderful to not have to move again, but just to be yeah. able to be there. And then you have, do you have a midwife on staff or do you just allow midwives in? So we do have actually a couple of groups of midwives that deliver at our hospital, um, as well as two groups of OB doctors and, um, anyways, but yeah, so they can come in and deliver their patients there and we assist them and they, they're usually right there with their patients for a lot of the time. They're great to work with. We we really enjoy both the midwives and the providers. But they're remember, not on staff. They're not employed by the hospital. Oh, so they're they're independent and just come mm-hmm. in if the patient has requested the midwife. Yeah. Yep. I had a midwife with my first delivery and I had back labor and I was in labor for 36 hours. And that midwife was such a such a lifesaver for me. She just mm-hmm. put her fist right at the, my tailbone. And it was so, it was, I was so grateful. She was such a, such a great relief for me. And I just think that that's another added benefit that somebody can have a midwife there and, but you're doing something really special there with a new room that you're creating. Yeah. So I'm working with our administration team and Um, we're wanting to convert one of our rooms to be more of a homeopathic suite that feels more homey than the rooms already are. And so we're looking at converting even some of the furniture and having diffuser and uh, maybe some more comfortable lighting. Anyway, so we're, we're just in that creative process right now, but we're excited about the option of seeing what our patients think of that. And if they, if they like it, or if it's not really something that. (laughs) Oh, I think you're going to find so many people will love that. Even the the change of furniture and just making Mm -hmm. it really a home style setting. I think that's so exciting. So as far as the natural, you'll have diffusers for aromatherapy and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we do have a lot of things already. I delivered my babies without epidurals, and so it's something that I I really like to help support. And um, so we have a lot of different tools, I guess you could say, different um, things that can help with positioning or the counter pressure or um, we even have awesome walk-in tubs that stay warm the whole time mm. and temperature controlled and you can get in and out and, um, and, and we have the ability for the patients to walk around the unit and still be monitored if that's required. And, um, anyway, so yeah, we, we've really tried to speak to having, having the experience that the patient wants and, but also have it be safe and, um, you know, a lot of patients are maybe scared to have an epidural or just, or don't want it. And, but then maybe don't know exactly what to do for their pain control. And we have a lot of nurses that have done a fantastic job of being educated on how to help their patients be in different positions or um, utilize those tools so that they can reach their goal of, of having a baby without an epidural. Well, that is, that's wonderful. I, my mother was a Lamaze teacher. I don't know if, if I oh, told I you guess. that. No, so, you didn't. I remember growing up and hearing breathing down the hallway, you know, because <laughs> she was teaching them all breathing. And so she was always, she would say, this is not pain. This is discomfort and discomfort is different than pain. So I remember yep, when yep. I started having my own babies, I was like, Oh, okay. We're going to call this discomfort and, and just the breathing and all the different techniques that there are. And so many, uh, just each woman can choose what she wants to do for her, for her education. And how important is that? And how wonderful it is that they can do that. I have also uh, noticed the lactation specialist that comes in and really helps them with nursing. And I think that that I didn't have that. And so I was kind of hit and miss. I didn't know what I was doing. And you don't think that there's an art to that, but there is so much education that needs to come with that. And I think that that's wonderful that you offer that too. Yeah. Lactation is not a science. It is definitely just, as you said, an art and it looks different, just like there's all different kinds of kinds of art or different medias (laughs) or mediums. There is the same thing with lactation. And so what works for one mom might not work for the next and what works for one baby might not work for the next. So we do have some excellent lactation nurses and they come in every day and meet with every patient. And if the patient's not wanting to breastfeed, they do help give ideas as far as like how to make sure that your baby's getting enough and how to help the milk dry up. But for the most part, their support is how to help you be more successful with breastfeeding and making sure that your baby has enough to eat. Well, I love it. I just think it's so personable and so wonderful. And I've just met so many happy patients, happy mothers there. And (laughs) so excited. One of the women recently handed me her baby and I was just so excited. She said, I would want to hold him. So I just expect you to. And I just was so happy. (laughs) We'll be right back after these messages. This is Karen Lynn Grant.
from sea to shining sea and beyond. You're listening to Joy Coaching America Worldwide with show host and Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant. We're back. Joy Coaching America. This is Karen Lynn Grant, and I am interviewing Crystal Albrecht today, who is the Director of Women's Services. And Crystal, I love that you knew as a very little girl, age six, that Mm -hmm. you wanted to be a nurse and watching your grandfather go through his medical experience and, and having his, his experience with doctors and just the realization that you had that nurses are there. They are there constantly and consistently. And I love that. My grandmother was a nurse, my step-grandmother who uh, married my grandpa uh, two years after his wife died, uh, who is my grandmother, who I never met, Beatrice Myrtle Jordan. Um, she never got to hold her baby. She never got to hold my dad. And so for me, I grew up with this, this new grandmother that was a nurse. And so I had that in my family through through her and just, I always remember her as a little child, just taking care of our owies and just doting over us and loving us. And it was just a beautiful experience. And I also, I remember in the first grade, the teacher played a movie called the lady with the lamp. And it was about Florence Nightingale. And I remember sitting on the rug with all the other little six-year-olds in the first grade and watching Florence Nightingale as she went about to the wounded warriors in uh, in her lifetime and how she took care of them. And I thought, I want to be a nurse when I grow up, but I don't want to see the blood. And I, <laughs> so instead I became a massage therapist so I could just comfort and not have to deal with <laughs> the, anything else. But I just, I love nursing and I love nurses because I see that the responsibility that a nurse has is huge mm-hmm. and just amazing. Uh, the things that you have to learn, the things that go into your education, you're in school right now. And I would I love to, to <laughs> hear about that and what you are studying now. So with administrative positions in healthcare, there's the expectation of at least a bachelor's, if not a master's degree. And 20 plus years ago, when I graduated from nursing school, that wasn't the expectation as far as where I wanted to go in my career. I just wanted to be a floor nurse and um, was really looking forward to taking care of patients, which only required an associate's degree. And then throughout the years, I've grown into these different leadership roles that I never thought I would be a part of, but here I am. And so when I got the this job as a director, the expectation was that I obtained my bachelor's degree and I was highly encouraged to also get my master's degree in nursing. And so I am in school full-time as well as working full-time. And I have realized that as I've been doing this job as a director that I really enjoy processes and I've really enjoyed the business side. I've found that as I am working on the things that my team needs, that there's this discrepancy between the business side and the nursing side. 
and they don't speak the same language very well. Mm -hmm. And so I'm learning that and learning how to speak the business side to get what the nursing side needs. And because of that, and also finding that I enjoy it and that I have some natural abilities towards the numbers and the processes, I've decided to also get my MBA. And so I'm getting a dual master's. I'm getting master's in nursing and my business master's. That is amazing. And you're doing all of that while you're working full time. And you're a mom. (laughs) And you're a mom. And how many children do you have, Crystal? So, sorry. I've had three kids. Uh, My oldest is 18. So he's graduating here in a couple weeks. And then um, I lost a baby in between. And then I have a daughter that is 16. Oh, how wonderful. (laughs) And so you have the experience that you also bring to this with having experienced grief. Yes. And so that uh, you have so much empathy. And what I love about you is that I have noticed just in the short time that I have known you is just the ability that you have to empathize and to project empathy and to just such a cheerful heart, such, <laughs> such a good nature and, and being able to incorporate all that while you're going to school and, and doing all that masters at the same time. So you've already got your bachelor's. Or are you doing that all at the same time? I am just finishing up my bachelor's right now. So I've been working on it since September and I should be done by July. And then um, I'll be working on both masters after that. Well, that is amazing. Makes me feel like I really need to give you a massage. (laughs) I really want to give you a massage and and just assist you through that process because that's that's amazing. Um, I just want to tell you that I really appreciate this this beautiful thing that you're doing at the hospital and we're going to get into it a little more in the next segment, but you're doing something that's very different and that the patients are commenting to me This is something I've never heard of. I love it. Um, Mm -hmm. We don't know when it started or who it started with. And I'm like, that was Crystal. (laughs) Crystal started (laughs) this. And and so I would love for you to share, just to start out with, um, what inspired you to want to bring a holistic approach and benefit the patients with massage? Okay. Um So we have actually offered massage therapy in the past, but it's been very hit or miss. We just haven't had consistent massage therapists. And I was wanting to find someone that could come in more regularly than we offered it in the past. And so it's been about a year and a half to two years that we did not have any massage therapists coming into the hospital. And it was something that the other director had had tried to implement and keep consistent, but just a struggle. And then you and your daughter fell into my lap and I'm so excited (laughs) about what you bring to the unit. It's it's been just an answer to prayer that for both sides, I think um, that you have fit into the hospital and exactly what I was looking for. And because I wanted somebody that would really take the opportunity and run with it and make it so much more than it's ever been. 
and just really offer our patients something to help them feel comfortable and loved and cared for and and yeah and to do it with dignity and respect it is a joy to be there and i had no idea how much i would love this i i mean it took it took several months to to get that yeah. everything in place to be able to do it and and my husband was sick and i thought okay is this the right time and and then i decided this is so important that i just do this and my daughter laura and i can tell you that back and forth we will call each other and everything is exuberant from laura she loves being there and she's so close to the you know to the ages of mm. these women and has five children of her own and so she really relates and and with what they're going through right now and uh, just bring something so beautiful to this work. And I, I love seeing her passion and her excitement and enthusiasm for this. She's just absolutely loving and wanting to not go home. I mean, she just wants to stay as long as she can stay on her shift. And I too have just experienced so much. There's times um, when I just get tears in my eyes because mm -hmm. being at somebody's feet is such a, there's something so beautiful about ministering through your hands to another human being, especially at crucial times in their lives. And not only are you offering this in maternity, but you have expanded that to the med surge and to the ICU and mm -hmm. to nurses appreciation. And it's just been wonderful, Crystal. It mm -hmm. is like, I'm hearing all the feedback in the rooms and from these patients that are loving what you have, what you have brought to them. And I'm just so excited to be there and be a part of that. And I just, I'm surprised that more hospitals aren't, but I think, wow, this is such a, such a great uh, combination of Eastern and Western all under the same beautiful umbrella. So we are going to break for a few messages and then we will be right back as we are Joy Coaching America and bringing hope to mothers who are coming to the hospitals to have babies and to know that this is a safe, beautiful, wonderful healing space for them. And we'll be right back after this. Welcome to the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace, one happy listener at a time. We're back. Joy Coaching America. This is Carolyn Grant interviewing Crystal Albrecht, who is the beautiful director of the Women's Center over with labor and delivery. And Crystal and I were just talking on the break about how when she brought massage to this hospital that that she wanted to extend it also to the other units to the other wards like med surge and to icu and how how beautiful that has been to witness that and to witness the receptivity of patients that are exclaiming 
oh, I love having the gift of human touch. I love having that added human touch here. And as we talk about that, there was a season that we all know of where there, where we were all, you know, not doing human touch as much. Even my whole massage practice suffered because I couldn't do it in my home for a season. Um, and I just, I would love to ask you, how was that at the hospital? How did the nurses and, and the staff handle that crucial time and what, what the world was going through and how now you're bringing so much appreciation to the nurses in so many ways? I, I never foresaw going through anything like we've just gone through (laughs) over the last few years. And, and the impact that it has had on healthcare, it's, it's been hard. It's been really hard. There's been so many healthcare workers that have left the medical Mm. field because of the challenge. And it's, it's not something that, that we can get away with. I mean, we're still being required to wear masks and be cognizant of, of, you know, infection and, and social distancing and, and all of those things that out in the community right now, a lot of that stuff has gone away. And, and yet we we're still in the thick of it that a lot of people don't realize. Um, and, um, so we've had a lot of turnover, which means, you know, a lot of nurses that have left and then have they, have they left nursing altogether? Yeah, really? Yeah. And some have, have changed jobs to where they can work from home. Mm-hmm. And so they're, you know, doing nursing type, um, maybe research or insurance things or things like that, where they don't have to do interactions with patients and, and worry about it based off of their health or their family's health. Um, and then, and also just the stress, the, the stress and the uncertainty, um, you know, we weren't able to be at home and quarantine and, and just be with our families. You know, we had to go there and be in the thick when we really didn't have answers as to how it spread and, or anything like that. And I remember coming home and my husband would set out a little grocery sack on the stairs and and put a towel there and I would undress in the garage, wrap a towel around and run straight into the shower, you know, because I just, I didn't know. And, and I, my husband and son are both immunocompromised. And so just being concerned for them and their safety and, but yet still having to go to work every day and, and work with that uncertainty. Um, But the nurses have really um, I, there's some nurses that I still am not used to seeing below their face. You know, I don't see the rest of their face. I've hired them with a mask on and that's how I see them is with a mask on, except if I see them on social media or something, I'm like, Oh, that's what their face looks like. (laughs) And so it's made that a little bit challenging, just getting to know one another and our personalities and being able to read expression without being able to Mm -hmm. see the whole face. Um, and then it's just changed how we interact with patients. We can't be as comforting with the touch. Um, and then yes. touch us because we have, because we're nurses and we're, you know, around COVID or have the potential of being around COVID. Was there ever a time when you felt like maybe you wanted to leave or? Oh, yeah. 
was there? <laughs> yeah, I think all of us at at some point, or actually multiple points, just thought, "Oh, this is not worth it." You know, maybe I need to go into something else besides healthcare. And and a lot of people have done that because it 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 was hard and it was demanding, and um, we were required to work extra hours and long. Because hours. was it short staffed, so mm-hmm. everybody was having to compensate. Mm-hmm. for the shortage of health professionals. Yeah. yeah. And we're not quite fully staffed, but we're getting close. And, um, but it, it was, it's been a rough couple of years. A but lot it's of, amazing. A lot of expectations. Yeah. Amazing to see the nurses that have hung in there and been, you know, just true blue dedicated, keep going and, and keep serving and ministering and nursing people in need. And I'm sure that that has been a huge question on everybody's minds. So now things are transitioning a little bit. Have you seen that lift? Is it, is it lifting? I mean, I know that they're still wearing masks and everything, but mm-hmm. it, is it, is it changing the atmosphere? Do you feel more buoyancy and light? Yeah, yeah there's definitely some light that's come in. Um, as we haven't had COVID patients, and um, there, there's different surges going through the country, so we're mm-hmm. expecting some more, uh, you know, to come and go, and and we'll take care of them and and do a great job. And our ICU staff is phenomenal at taking care of our COVID patients, and mm, so good. they become really attached to the patients and to the family because they're there for a long time, and and they do a really really fantastic job. Hmm. Yeah. So overall, there is there is hope, like um, where there hasn't really been that end in sight for the last couple of years. But mm-hmm. I feel like this year has definitely brought you know twenty twenty two has has brought that hope back into the hospital. Well, I just appreciate hearing this because I think that the rest of the world needs to just fully appreciate the whole nursing staff, the doctors, all those who have been on the front lines and, and however we can show appreciation and gratitude. I think that that's really important that we have empathy for the nursing industry, for the nursing profession. And so that, that just leads me to um, the thought about how the hospital offers uh, people to be able to go to like Salt Lake Community College and get their whole nursing degree paid for mm-hmm. if they sign on for two or three years to Mountain Point Hospital. Yeah. So they're looking for new new nurses and absolutely help people through their education. Laura said, "Wow, if I didn't have five kids, I'd do this right now, Mom." <laughs> that is. Can you explain that program and then maybe tell people the website or a phone number that they can call if they're interested? In doing yeah. this? So all of the positions in the, for the hospital are just at Mountain Point. Um, let's see, <laughs> I should know the one second. Mountain Point NC. Um, Google Mountain Point Medical Center. We'll yes, do and we can, we can <laughs> also oh, put it exactly. in the, <laughs> we can put it in the show notes. Put it in the show notes. Perfect. Yes. But yeah. All the job listings are there. And with any job, at Mountain Point, if you are in school, then they do a tuition reimbursement and you don't have to pay it back until 
or do the contract time until after school is done. So I'm actually using that to get my master's. So after I'm done with my master's, then my contracted time begins. Um, so it'll be three years of contracted time after I'm done with my schooling. That's so amazing. Um, what a great yeah. opportunity for people that are looking to expand their profession and have natural affinity towards the nursing profession. Yeah. And the nice thing is, is with the nursing, if you do the nursing cohort through uh, Salt Lake Community College, then you're guaranteed a job within the system, which is great to have that. Not that I want the nursing shortage. I want to be hard to find a job, but, but that does help to know that you'd be in the hospital and have that job and, and not have to be as worried about that. And uh, so it's a guaranteed, a, guaranteed mm-hmm. position when you complete your degree. Yeah. And we have staff members that have gone through that. So they started out as a tech and now they're nurses. They, you know, went to med surge or whatever, and they're NICU nurses or labor Mm -hmm. nurses and they're phenomenal. Is that for LP? Is it still called an LPN? Um, RN. So it's for the RN. So it's just, it's for the RN position. Is that four years? It is with the bachelor. So that's the requirement now is that nurses get their bachelor's degree. Okay. All right. Well, that is so good to know and such a great opportunity for anybody. Again, you can go to Mountain Point Medical Center, Google that, and they have that whole list of uh, career opportunities on there. And for anybody who is looking and has always wanted to be a nurse, this might be your opportunity to go and have that education granted to you and then have a guaranteed job when you complete your your RN degree. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace. One happy listener at a time. We are back, Joy Coaching America. This is Karen Lynn Grant interviewing Crystal Albrecht, who is the Director of Women's Services. And we've done some beautiful segments with you today. And I feel like I have learned so much from this. I, I really appreciate the sacrifices that you are making in your own personal life as you continue your education, get a double master's degree while working full time at the hospital and as a director. I'm sure we're all interested in knowing what does that include? There's so many different directors over different departments, but this director over women's, over women's center, over labor and delivery in the NICU. Can you share with us, Crystal, what a day looks like for you? (laughs) Oh boy. Um, (laughs) Every day is a little bit different, but um, overall, I, so our unit, as I said, we're combined units. So the patients just stay in the same rooms and we deliver between 80 and 100 babies a month. And the average stay is about two and a half days. And, um, let's see. So I have over 60 staff members on our team. And so it's meeting with each of them. I try to at least some type of one-on-one interaction with all of the staff members every month so that I can check in with them and see how they're doing. Um, 
there's education responsibilities, there's a lot of reporting, and then you know, dealing with any problems or things that come up. And, uh, and so there's a lot of reacting to things and, and fixing things, but then also having the foresight into, okay, how can we grow? How can we be better? There's always looking at you know processes that can be improved and and so there's there's hindsight and foresight that is required and and then a lot of accountability and and reporting that goes into that and then I also do all the interviews and hiring for all of the positions on on the units. So Crystal, this is a ton. <laughs> This is a lot that you're doing as well as you're, you're, you're looking over the NICU and all of that and the nurses in the NICU department. So I'm just like, now I have a whole bunch more questions because I'm just like <laughs> how you are balancing that and staying so cheerful and optimistic and just so beautifully positive every time I see you always. And, and I know the time that you've given just to put the massage therapy together. And I, I'm now realizing, um, 60 other nurses taking care of them and mm -hmm. making sure you have a personal relationship with each one of them. That's huge right there. Out of those 60, how many have you personally hired? Um, I'd say I've been involved or have hired probably 40 to 45 wow. of them. Yeah. That's amazing. And so you really know what you're looking for when you hire a nurse. Have you ever turned anybody down? Oh yeah. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what qualities, what are you looking for in your nursing staff? I strongly believe that I can teach or help teach nurses to be a nurse as far as the skills. So what I'm looking for is the character of the person and how well they'll fit in with the team and then how well they will take care of our patients. There's a specific type of culture that I'm looking for and as far as within the team and then also for our patients to be able to partake of. And so looking for someone that has those characteristics of empathy and being a, a team player, but then also somebody that looks to take care of those around them and not have it all be about you know themselves and what's best mm -hmm. for them. And to be able to just have that innate desire to learn and grow and take care of others. And somebody that will, that's driven, that's wants to continue to improve and is goal oriented and um, someone that can have that kind touch, but then also be willing to, to make tough decisions and, mm. um, and to go through tough things. There's some really, really hard things that we have to go through yes. too. So it's, there's that balance of being gentle and tough at the same time. It really is. It really yeah. is a balance between brilliant, being a, just a very educated and quick to be able to handle a crisis in a, in a quick situation and make those decisions. And, and then also 
exude that empathy, that kindness, and that loving touch so that the patient feels safe and, and absolutely like she's just in great hands. She's in good hands and feels very comforted and comfortable and assured. So I just, I think that it's, it's wonderful to know the, the feel of that whole community of nurses that you're putting together and that you're looking for those like puzzle pieces of personalities and everyone that will fit together to create that beautiful experience. That's something that I have asked our nurses to remember. In fact, you may have noticed on all of our name badges, a little emblem that is hanging down and not knowing what it means. Um, but it's, it's um, a symbol of integrity. And so I ask our nurses to be nurses of integrity. And that means to take care of each other, like they take care of their patients. And so mm. just always having that mindset of we take care of each other and we take care of our patients like we would take care of each other. So it kind of goes both ways. You know, I love that because I think that as patients, sometimes patients forget that nurses have personal lives and yeah. that they have struggles, that they have their own battlefields. They have their own things that they're going through with their own families. And they have to just put that mm -hmm. to the side as they walk into their shift and be completely 100% there for their patients. And how wonderful that you are educating them and creating that atmosphere of nurturing each other too, yeah. because I'm sure they're, they come with their own hard days and just have to, to just... Yeah. Oh, wow. I think this is so important. I think we all just need to, to just truly appreciate the, the person behind that nurse's uniform, the, the whole life that they're going through too. And just absolutely on our end as patients have compassion and empathy mm -hmm. for them as well. So you've done a beautiful job. You're doing a beautiful job. You have goals. You are creating an atmosphere uh, that is just speaking of kindness, love, and empathy. I was really impressed as I went through orientation, as I heard the president of the hospital talking about the care of one another and the positivity of everyone looking out for each other. I thought, I am so grateful to be here in this setting and to witness this. I think that people on the outside don't always know um, the, that beautiful intention of mm -hmm. just the, the care, the kindness, the interaction between uh, staff, caregivers, et cetera. So I really love that. I, I loved being a part of that and taking that into my own heart. So we go now to uh, the NICU and talk about that and that experience for mothers as they might have a baby that's in NICU and, and, and those nurses that you hire for NICU and what areas of expertise do you need to be a NICU nurse? So with either the labor and delivery or the NICU, we do have you orient to the mother baby unit first so that you can take care of, of the, the moms after they've delivered and the well babies. And then once your skills are set there and you feel comfortable, then we can orient you to, 
this, this one of the specialties, either labor and delivery or the NICU. And um, both orientations take about 12 weeks. Mm. And then it really takes about 18 months to get comfortable with your skills because of the um, just all that there is to learn. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. So it's um, a lot of education, it's a big learning curve. And some of the things you may not ever see in your career, or you may only see a couple of times, but you need to know how to handle those. And so mm -hmm. um, being willing to learn and to study and to also think outside the box. And, um, and then there's very specific uh, certifications that you need to achieve to be able to take care of babies in the NICU. And then we do what's called mock codes, where we do a, an emergency code on a baby and we practice that every month. So that, that muscle memory is there and we can react without our emotions hmm. being first and mm -hmm. um, to be able to take care of that baby and give them the best chance that they have. And that's not to say that we don't go in the closet and cry afterwards, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, however mm. it is yes. emotional and, and we de definitely love our babies and our moms and mm. become very invested in in whatever the outcome is and uh, but as long as we're practicing those skills and have those honed in really well then no matter how hard the situation is we can be the nurses that we need to be at that time wow there's so much that goes into all of this this is just huge it's a huge level of understanding and appreciation that i am gaining that i hope that all of our listening audience is gaining for all that you do you personally as the director as well as everything that the nurses go through to continue to improve upon their education their areas of expertise and so a lot of that goes on in the hospitals so if somebody comes in as a nurse with their rn then they can uh, move through the hospital in different units and and take on new added responsibilities well i want to go back to school <laughs> i want to go do this I wonder if they've ever had a 62 year old go through it. I, you know, just, I actually went to school with, with some that were more seasoned in life. I just, it just, it's just my heart. I just hear it. I just, I love, I love what you're about. I'm so glad you found it at age six and that you have, you have continued to persevere. How beautiful and how proud of you, your family must be your own mother and your mother-in-law and your husband as well.